can't wait to get you to the Gabarash. Tell you what. He's never done it. Just like we want to get you to India. That'll be a last series. Maybe. You were selected here as well. The way you play, uh, every ball you've got to chop. teammates like it. A broken rib. Come here in your life. I've talked all day, mate. You wait till you get to the Gabba, pal. Your guys, man. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of All About Sports, the podcast. Today we have with us my co-hosts, as always, Shobham and Mazar. Also, we have a very special guest. We have Aditya on board for today's episode. And since Aditya is such a cricket buff, he does cricket analysis, he writes about cricket. So, I mean, what, what else do we talk about? We're here to talk about Test 3 of India's Tour of Australia which was an absolute banger. What a test match. Aditya, I'm going to throw it open to you. What do you think? What do you think was the best, most controversial moment of this test match? Because there, there were a few, right? Yeah, there are plenty of controversial moments. But I think <laughs> the underlying theme throughout this series, and I think throughout the summer in Australian cricket, has generally been the DRS. And I know it's, it's probably a bit of a... Uh, I'm not going for the obvious, you know, Tim Payne sledging and, uh, you know, some of the banter of sledging that, uh, that's that been talked about so widely in the media. But I think generally it's it's the DRS. And we saw Tim Payne being fined 15% of his match fee for, uh, for using an expletive. Uh, but I think there is, there's a, there's a larger conversation about umpire's call that needs to be had. There also needs to be conversation about uh, the various angles that Snicko can cover because yeah. you know you take you take Tim Payne's expletive aside I don't think anything he said was wrong <laughs> he said when the ball had nicked uh, the bottom edge of of Pujara's bat why was the third umpire only looking at uh, the top edge and although his angle was blocked by Matthew Waite standing at uh, a silly point a short leg uh, but yeah, I think that to me was significant, and then obviously we go we go to uh, Tim Payne sledging Ashwin, and uh, you know expressing his frustration for not uh, being able to have you know three of the best quicks in the world get two injured batsmen out. <laughs> so I think it was ludicrous more than anything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, some people are going to call it uh, Tim Payne sledging Ashwin. I'm going to go the other way around because Ashwin gave it right back. I absolutely love, I absolutely love this. You know, it's kind of, it's not new look in the sense that it hasn't been um, seen before because we've been of this brash esque nature for the last few years. Um, right. But Ash is just, you know, so composed, gave nothing, gave absolutely no room soaked it all in and then, you know, <laughs> absorbed the pressure till the last ball. Mazar, what are your thoughts on that? Because, you know, historically, Australia has been known to do this and then you get under other people's skin. Do you think it was the other way around this time? So, firstly, I think credit where it's due to our boys, firstly. They really turned up as men, I would say, in this, uh, over this test series. They've really stood out and well, most of them are inexperienced, let's face it. And by inexperienced, I mean playing outside of the subcontinent. Uh, the way they performed, not only in this test, to come back after getting all out for 36, to then 
like just uh, the way they turn the tables obviously lost our, we lost our captain in kohli and our best batsman so to just absorb all of that soak up all of that pressure that 1.3 billion people have on you your all their eyes are glued to you because this is one series we hate to lose even though we historically have always yeah struggled but we really stood up but coming back to ashwin's center uh, what was great about it was i mean more than him giving it back and i was watching uh, the new zealand experts talk about it so it was ian smith uh, mike hasen and uh, i forgot who the third person was but mike hasen basically said the aussies missed a trick by sledging ashwin because he said i've worked with ashwin and he's like if there's one player you do not want to sledge it's ash because if you get under his skin he becomes a different demon altogether and you don't want to mess with ashwin some people just thrive under that and in these such situations and ashwin's one of those so it's like yeah. trash talking to him very MJ, very right? happy you don't, you don't want to trash talk mj oh yeah <laughs> you know well, what's coming after yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the same equation you know you know i was thinking of one thing uh, given how the last test panned out and uh, how tim pain has been in the news uh, i'm just wondering the psychological impact it will have on the players going forward into the next match because obviously uh, tim pain has been all over social media uh, he has got a lot of slack for the way he uh, behaved uh, he's had to come out and apologize and obviously in the last test he also dropped a few catches so i'm just thinking psychologically from a player's standpoint from tim pain standpoint there is pressure on him uh he will uh, there will be a lot of media scrutiny on him so uh, it'd be interesting to see how he performs in next te- next test also interestingly to see how india's india was very resilient in the last match uh, especially obviously ashwin vihari so i think that will also give india a lot of mental aggression going for next test and next test is, is is massive because we are at brisbane a ground where australia is it, it's a fortress for australia out there so i just think like these small mini um controversies that have happened the how it will shape up in the next test i think that'll be very interesting yeah personally i feel like this is india's best chance to to breach the gabatour and um, although i think we have how many we have four or five changes to make for the next test match um yeah i pretty much I think, yeah yeah i think bihari's gone jadeja's gone bumrah's gone bihari bumrah jadeja Ashwin also is yeah. doubtful, I guess. Ashwin will Ashwin will pop painkillers and play. There is no way he's going to miss this match. I'm telling you, there is no way he's going to miss it. Yeah, Unless it's really that bad. So the yeah, doubtful bats are. Onus is on the batsman, though. Yeah, but the onus will be on the batsman because um, I think Rohit Sharma he's he's shown good form, but I think that 50 now needs to be 150. to make up for the lack of experience in the middle order because you have with vihari gone i don't know who's going to replace him you know who's going to fit that number 5 slot typically that's ajinkya rahane's role but we'll have to see whether rahane steps back to four or whether they bring in shaw or mayank agarwal if he's fit again but um yeah we'll have to see but i think generally india's in a good space psychologically and even though australia has stats in their favor this is our best chance to to make a record. Yeah. So I just two things. Yeah. So I have Sorry, two questions for you. Uh one is you mentioned inexperience. So when we yeah. talk about inexperience our current bowlers who are fit, you have Mohammad Siraj, 
who yeah. uh, I think he's just played two test matches. He's done well. Uh, now both just test matches against Australia, he's picked up seven wickets. You have Saini, mm-hmm. who's just played one test match, picked up four wickets. And then you have Kuldeep, who's played six test matches, picked up 24 wickets, but he's not played since 2017. Yeah. Uh, now, will Kuldeep play, not play? Again, there are questions. But in terms of our bowlers, and given the fact that the Gaba pitch is uh, something which could favour the Pacers, could favour the bowlers, uh, yeah. So, what do you what do you think? Like, who should be India's bowlers going to the next test? Uh, do you see a lack of uh, experience or that could probably um, uh, affect us? It could, but I think it's dependent on Rahane Rahane's captaincy and Rohit Sharma's experience and guidance as well. Uh, but generally, the talk has been that the people who could replace Bumrah would be one would be Natarajan or Shardul Thakur. Now, Natarajan, I think he's played only eight or nine games for Tamil Nadu. And Shahrudul Thakur has a better first-class record. Personally, just for the left-arm variation, and given that Natarajan is in a better space mentally, I think after all the success he's had at the IPL and then uh, the T20 and one-day series against Australia, I think he's in a good space to be able to take that forward into this test match. Shahrudul Thakur, he has more experience at the first-class level. And... He could make he could make an impact, but I think just for the fact that Natarajan is a left arm bowler, um, I think they should select him. As for Kulip Yadav, Kulip Yadav is an option, but I think Washington Sundar is also an option, and I think we need the extra batsman at seven or eight. So we'll have to see. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it's it's a it's a question. About, it's a question. Talking for, about needing an extra, extra batsman, I think we also covered this in our preview episode. That we're not very sure about uh, our middle order, right? Um, yeah, just just a random trivia question. The last time India played Australia at the Gabba was in 2014. Who's your best bet yeah. amongst the Australians to have scored a half century? And I'm talking about middle order or, you know, somebody you're not expecting. Steve Smith, of course, did well. But Mitchell Stark and Mitchell Johnson both scored 50s. And this is something we, I think, we've been continuously, uh, you know, impacted by where they're tail enders or, you know, basically people just block, blocking deliveries, playing out a lot of balls, uh, tiring our team out. Uh, and we need those kind of characters, which is why what Aditya just mentioned about Washington Sundar could really have an impact on team selection because, well, Definitely bats better than Kuldeep, that's for sure. Uh, how much, how well his white ball experience <laughs> uh, can be translated into a test match, uh, well, we'll, we'll know soon enough. Um, and yeah, stats are really, I mean, also, I think, if I'm not mistaken, it's been what, since 1988 that Australia. 88 89, they haven't lost on that. Lost there. So, yeah, it is. I mean, Aditya again, he did mention that it is our best bet to get a series win down under. But yeah, it, it's, it's a difficult one. <laughs> no wonder Tim Payne has a challenge. That's a massive challenge because, because based on stats uh, and how Aditya mentioned, so the, stacks, uh, the stats are against us. They have won 40 out of 62 tests, they haven't lost since 88 89. Uh, Nathan Lyon out there has taken up 35 wickets and since 2010 uh, the last 10 matches that Australia have played and the visitors have played Australian Pacers have picked up 142 wickets as compared to 81 wickets that the visitors have 
picked up. So I just think, and the Australian attack is very good. Like in terms of their bowlers, they are amazing. As proven by our 36-run capitulation in the first test, the bowlers are <laughs> yeah. really fantastic. 36 was just a blip. Everyone has it. Uh, we've seen it happen in the Ashes on so many occasions between Australia and England. Both sides have completely like just crumbled. So I just want to completely forget about that one because we played so well in the test. Till that instance, right? And it was that one session where we just completely fell flat. So, I don't want to like be too critical. I was absolutely crushed when it happened. But, well, the way... Like, what I love, love about this team is they've got that fighting spirit. And we've seen that. And that winning culture is imbibed in the entire team. And they're not afraid to play. So, even if... And, and I think this test was testament of this resilience and everything that this team stands for. And that is that we will not back down from any challenge. We are not afraid of you, no matter where we are playing. We've lost all our best pacers, but that just gives a chance for the next guy to uh, step up. And honestly, I think they that's the good thing about Test Cricket now. Like, the only good thing is that the quality of batting has probably dropped because the batsmen aren't so conducive to leaving the ball. They want to chase at it. They want to tug at things. They'll want to defend uh, or just play the ball through the covers. And that cost them the wicket. That's why I thought Vihari and Ashwin just took us back to the classical days of leaving the ball outside the off stump. Just leave it, man. If you're trying to save a test, especially on a fifth-day wicket. So, that's actually what I'm looking forward to. We're talking mainly about like aggression. Vihari and Ashwin, for three hours... Over 40 overs, facing 256 deliveries, they managed to stand the ground. And Harsha Bogle, he very well uh, spoke about uh, Ashwin and he said that if Ashwin is even 60 to 70% fit, he's an asset in the team just because he's mentally very, very strong. So now, if we are to lose Ashwin, Aditya, what do you think? Like, if we are supposed to lose Ashwin, how much of a blow it will be to India? And also, given the fact that the Garba wicket would be a good wicket for, for spinners. Uh, how much of a blow that would be for India? And if he goes out, then who comes in to take his place? It would be massive. Uh, I think that would make Washington Sundar a definite starter in the team. But then we'd have to see whether we add an additional bowler, whether you have Shardul Thakur as well. Because we all know that the Gabba is going to support an all-base attack. and But it's also dangerous to go into a test with an all-base attack. So... We need to have Washington Sundar in the team. But that said, I think Ashwin's loss would be massive because one is that he's he's obviously he's done well with the ball, but getting confidence with the bat will take his bowling to the next level. And not to mention, he's on his fourth tour to Australia. You know, experience counts. And in, in this sort of situation, I totally agree. You know, even if he's 70% fit, Ashwin should be playing. I have one more question for you, Aditya. And now this brings me to Matthew Wade. I was really disgusted by his behavior in this test match for all his little antiques. And and I'm not saying that. I'm I'm completely fine with the banter. I'm completely fine with the trash talking, with everything. But it was just so ugly. The moment when Ashwin defended the ball, he picks it up and he runs at him, making a very condescending sort of face. And... Not just that, then the throw at Vihari, which he apologized for. Of course, he had to apologize, but he hit him in his ribs. This is no way to behave. And like it happens with bowlers in their follow throughs and 
that's the aggression on the spot you're fielding at short leg i mean there's absolutely no excuse for his behavior over this test um maybe it was because of the way he batted so i think it's a confidence thing so he was just trying to get into the heads of the players but it was embarrassing if i was an australian fan at that point of time i would be like i don't want this guy to be there in my team because this is absolutely unacceptable there was a time when so many indians and still in fact a lot of indians don't like virat kohli right because of that aggression they find it too ugly and they don't like what that stands for because it doesn't actually suggest or portray the gentleman spirit of the game so what's your take on that look i think all the all the banter that the australians were engaging in it was more a reflection of the pressure that they were feeling and the and uh, the fact that they were basically slipping away in a game that they should have won you know you you think about you think about the number of overs they batted i think 131 overs uh, prior to that in 2012 uh, south africa batted 148 overs i think where faf duplessis made that historic yes. 110 you know that massive bla- uh, that that blockathon and interestingly ashwin credited that innings as the inspiration for him to to get through the day so and matthew wade was a wicketkeeper in that game <laughs> so i think he probably knew all too well what it means for india to get you know get by with the draw and for australia to not be able to get the last five wickets because you think about it i mean you have hazelwood cummins and stark who are surprised who surprisingly compared to other lineups in the world are all fit see you look at neil wagner new zealand he got injured he had a broken he had a fractured toe India has lost all its frontline seamers. Sri Lanka lost what some like seven or eight players through the course of a series. It led to the coach saying that I might have to bat at number four or five, and I covered that press conference. <laughs> so you know he was like, uh, so he was like, if we have any more players getting injured, like the bowling coach and I are going to have to start batting up <laughs> this team. So I can, so I can sort of imagine, I can. i can imagine what uh, those players must have gone through at least just, like yeah. from a viewer's perspective but i think it's it's also in their dna look we, we keep talking about australia turning over a new leaf after sandpaper gate and i think a part of that is is in progress we haven't seen anything you know terribly ugly from the australians in the last two years i think since sandpaper gate uh, this was probably the first instance where it was really highlighted the way that it was in the media um and i think somewhere it's it's in the dna i think it's how they've grown up playing club cricket and and state cricket where you know this sort of thing is perhaps encouraged a little bit and you know it's i don't know i think it's a reflection of like cricket culture in australia because it's it's not only the players it's also the crowd i don't think like in in one of the in one of the reviews post sandpaper gate you know steve smith said that uh on that after a, after a game that australia had lost to south africa pretty badly in 2016 james sutherland who was the ceo of the time at uh, cricket australia he said we don't we pay you guys we pay you guys to win not to lose and uh, so i think sometimes perhaps that's a reflection of of the pressure that players are under uh, with that said there's obviously no excuse i think matthew wade or tim bain or any of these guys i think even uh, labishin for that matter is quite stupid to ask Rohit Sharma what he was doing in quarantine. I mean, 
do you, are you really like that stopped for conversation do you really need to have this sort of conversation and rohit sharma i think he must have laughed you know after and got back to the dressing room just, yeah just the way he is he's probably laughed it off but one interesting point you made is that it possibly could be a reflection of uh, how matthew wade was feeling about the game slipping away and a game which india should india had not too much of uh, a chance of winning so now one thing which has been highlighted over the last few days is were in, and this is kind of a very you know amateurish uh, conversation i believe but i think it's best we highlighted that um, why why were we playing for a draw or were we playing for a draw or a win or is was it just survival so i had absolutely no qualms about the way uh, ashwin and vihari went about the <laughs> last whole day because uh, to draw that test would mean a chance at winning but suppose you go for a you know you go for those shots when you really can't you end up getting out you lose the test and then the stakes are not as high for australia in the next test because the best india can do is draw the series um, as opposed to where we are standing now australia best <laughs> australia best win this uh, match or you know they need to be firing uh, as much as they can because losing the tech four test unacceptable right you you pointed out what the culture is just like in cricket australia um, so do you think there are any comms um, about how ashwin and vihari went about you perfectly okay with them playing for a draw what are your thoughts on that i think the team strategy changed once rishabh pant got out i think up until the point that i think even when rohit sharma and shubman gill came out they were playing reasonably conservatively but by by no means were they playing for a draw you know i think they were pretty positive in their approach but i think once shubman gill, i mean shubman gill and rohit sharma got out then it was up to pujara rahane and pant to to actually determine where they take the game and i think up until the point that pant was batting it looked as if they were going for a win and you know when a win looked uh it was on the cards it looked possible yeah it was it was possible uh but then i think once uh, once pant got out then it became a bit difficult uh, and then the next best option would have been to save the game but uh yeah no regrets there you know because ultimately you have to play you have the resources that you have you know you can't you can't do much about that so uh fair enough i think we're still we're in a good position you know it's much better than a loss and uh, if anything this draw has shown that you know we're a resilient team and we're not a one dimensional team you know how often has australia really pulled out a draw you know think about australia's record you know it's they're either all or nothing you know it's a go big or go home scenario with them i think in recent history i've probably seen them play one game out for a draw but uh, yeah i think this is testament to the resilience of our team and uh, we should be very proud that you know two two injured players one with a massive back injury and one and one with a hamstring injury were able to play out you know stark hazelwoods coming comins and uh, um, and lion so yeah lion. no regrets sir so just wanted to bring you in yeah 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 that's true so lion's going to be playing his 100 test so joining an elite club of 12 other players of to have done it in australian cricket but I need to come back to the third test here 
and Shubham, this question's for you because I know you are itching to talk about it. Steve Smith and the pitch and uh, just destroying punts marks. What's your take on that? I just feel like, like how Aditya mentioned, I think it's just uh, in, their, in their blood, it's in their culture. They, till the time they don't uh, uh, like do stupid things, uh, I don't think they're satisfied. They have to do something. And um, um, I, I also feel, you know, like I think Australia must have realized that the game is sort of slipping away. And maybe that led them to behave uh, a little erratically, perhaps. Um, so, yeah, I, I feel like a lot of things that happened, let it be Steve Smith or even uh, Tim Payne and stuff. Um, uh, it, like the podcast started also with the fact that how are these guys are going to psychologically perform in the next game? Because all of this will be there in the back of their mind. Uh, they know that, that certain things that they've done, it's been caught on cameras, it's been caught on the mics. So, um, it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be fun to see what happens in the next team. And since we're on the topic, every time we have a guest on, we have some or the other thing to predict. So, <laughs> I'm not going to let this episode end without a prediction for the fourth test. Uh, test matches are much more difficult to predict <laughs> than any white ball game. But... All of y'all can have a go. Aditya first, since you're our guest. And also probably the most uh, learned opinion out of the four of us. 100%. More, more, more learned than all of us combined. More learned than all of us combined. combined. Yeah. <laughs> but, but Aditya, before no, you, you give your prediction, before yeah. you give your prediction, perhaps yeah. if you can mention like two, three challenges also that's there for India in the next yeah. test. Uh, how do you see us overcoming those challenges? If there's any strategy that you, you could think of. And then after yeah. that, your prediction. I think we have we have challenges in all three departments. Um, but to me, I think the onus is on the batsman to make sure that there are runs on the board. Because, and I think every all the experienced guys have to put their hands up. You know, Gil, uh, Gil is not experienced, I'm sorry, Rohit Sharma, uh, Pujara and Rahane. I think these three guys, they really have to, they have to score big uh, for for the team to have any chance. And uh, the ball, because the bowlers are going to need a little bit of leeway. I think we're bringing Natarajan or Shardul Thakur in. You know, we can't expect them to be bowling like like Bumrah or Shami. You know, so they're going to need a little bit of leeway there, which means that they need runs on the board. Um, uh, with that said, I think selection, getting our selection right, is very important. We don't know if Saha is going to be the keeper because Pant show he played a brilliant innings in the last test, but. We also can't forget that he dropped he dropped a number of catches as well. And uh, if there's ever a knock on him, as, as Ricky Ponting said, it's always going to be his keeping. So I think we need to get that balance right. Uh, we don't know how the pitch is going to play. I think the Gabba, the last the last time a day, a day test match was played at the Gabba, it was a pretty dead wicket. And part of the reason is because the soil in that wicket hasn't really, hasn't really... Um, changed in the last 20 odd years. So I think this time around, uh, the curators has uh, has been able to change that. I still don't know the science around it, but that has happened. Um, my prediction is, I think India have it. You know, sometimes when you're pushed to the wall, when you're pushed against the wall and you really have to think out of the box as we've been challenged to do this time, I think we'll pull something special out and uh, it's going to be a serious win for us. The one I consider the next most learned opinion on, the, on this podcast about cricket, Mazar. You have a go oh, now. God. Uh, no, so I, I think Aditya hit the nail on the head with this. 
I'm just going to say two things that, so I, I don't look at the pitch and all because I don't understand it. I just go by what they say. So I listen to the pitch report. Okay. It's a bowling wicket, bowling wicket. But, uh, but the point is I'm a bit worried for the Australians because it might rain as well. So they will be going all guns blazing because they know they have to win the test to regain the border Gavaskar trophy. Otherwise it stays with us. So I think that's the worrying sign. So I don't know how much what rain is going to do and how that's going to affect the entire game because rain's expected for two, three days. I, I don't know how long and all of that, but yeah. So if, if, if rain mars the contest, then I'm more than happy to be honest. Uh, but I also think we need luck on our side. If we, I feel like I'm with Aditya. If we win the toss, for sure, I would have to say that we will pull uh, the result through either a draw or the victory, for sure. All right, Malu, your turn. The person with the least cricketing knowledge. <laughs> so my prediction is going to be, uh, I think, I think, um, uh, Aditya and Mazar uh, love the positivity. I hope uh, the Indian team sees this podcast and hopefully it benefits <laughs> them and they pull out a win. But I think it's going to be a draw. Visible. Draw is fine, Shubham. Draw is fine, Shubham. As long as we tame the series, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just going to throw in uh, my two cents <laughs> because why not? Since we're all having a go. I... <laughs> I, I don't think uh, that this Indian side is going to let Australia get the win in such a crucial moment unless something goes drastically wrong. So, like Mazar mentioned, if rain has a big you know, a big say in this game, uh, it, it, let's be honest, the, it could either lead to a draw, it could lead to a bad session after, before, during. So, <laughs> so unless unless something is drastically uh, out of shape for the indian team i don't see us uh, <laughs> letting the series go down as a 2-1 loss so fingers crossed and i think with that we've had a lovely time chatting with our guest aditya uh, aditya hope to see you again with your lovely analysis on so many cricket games matches series um, for everyone who has tuned in, thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode of All About Sports, the podcast. Until next time, thank you.